Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. like my dad telling me all these things I've done wrong like you've done nothing I can't listen to it I feel like I'm a little bit the scapegoat but that's fine you bring up your dad in the same breath as me you're not a scapegoat at all and you don't have to come at my family actually never talk about my family again never bring up my dad again you just you never bring up my dad again uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. That was a clip from this week's Summer House. It was Kyle and Hannah. They were in a feud. They've been having a power struggle all season, and it all came to head in those lawn chairs. Did you guys catch when Kyle was making those grunting noises like he was Tim Allen in Home Improvement throughout the whole fight? He was sitting there. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then meanwhile, Amanda and Paige were up top. Paige was talking about her outfit. Amanda's like, I can't listen to this. Heavy vocal fry on on Amanda. But you know I'm Team Kyle and Amanda this season. However, after watching this episode, I am sort of thinking something else is going on. I think we're missing a piece of the puzzle because the way that Hannah went from zero to 100, something else must be going on. Because she was the one who brought up the dad. And then when Kyle was like, oh, you're comparing me to the dad. She stormed, don't you ever fucking bring up my family again. She stormed out. And then later in the episode, when she's apologizing at the dinner table and she's like, Kyle, you're the man. I'm like, we're missing something. I don't know what it is exactly, but something else is happening. I don't think it's just a fight. You know, it's never about what it's about. So I'm happy and excited to get to the bottom with Hannah and Paige. The Giggly Squad is here on the podcast. I'll play that interview for you guys in just a minute. Lots of questions, lots and lots of questions. And then after my chat with Paige and Hannah, I will be recapping this week's Real Houses of Atlanta, which featured a Halloween party at Fallon's house. (laughs) Guys, it was intense. Fallon, meanwhile, she's kind of popping in and out of the show. And I must have missed when she said what her costume was, because the whole episode I was thinking she was dressed as the villain from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. You know, she had. She had the snakes all over. And I should know, like, history and stuff. And, of course, she was just as Medusa. But the whole time, I'm like, is she Jeffrey Rush from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie? That's what I was thinking. Apparently not. But, you guys, there was a lot happening on Atlanta. So, we'll talk about that after the interview. And one more thing that I do want to say. Uh, on today's date, 15 years ago, The Real Housewives of Orange County premiered 15 years ago. What? It's very, uh, it's a birthday, if you will. So I just want to congratulate the ladies for giving us so many iconic moments. That was the start of something very special. So I'm very grateful to all the women who have come and gone in the Real Houses franchise. And I'm thankful to Orange County. You know, Orange County is a big flop these days. But, but uh, you know, they really jump-started it all. So I'm grateful. You guys, I want to play my chat with Paige and Hannah. Then we'll come back and talk Atlanta. Uh, before I do, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. If you want Everything Iconic merch, just go to everythingiconic.store. And without further ado, please enjoy my chat with the Giggly Squad, Paige and Hannah from Summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paige and Hannah from Bravo Summer House. Uh, ladies, how are you both doing today? We're, We're doing well. I'm a little hungover. Right. We're, no, I, I'm a little bit of a mess, too. I feel like we're all a little messy this morning. Yeah. Who isn't messy? But, Danny, I almost feel like your voice is sexy today. Like, it's like. Because <laughs> I have. I'm congested, Hannah. I feel like Phoebe <laughs> and friends when she's like got the cold and she's got the sexy voice. But I feel 100 percent fine. I'm just, you know, it's you know early here feel? on the West Coast and my allergies are bad in the morning. True. What makes me feel better when I'm having a bad day is just your Jessica Simpson post. That's what gets me through the day. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you a Jessica Simpson fan? A hundred percent. I read her book and so um, what, she got me through some tough times. What, Hannah, would you say is like your favorite Jessica era? Like, were you a newlyweds fan? Did you like the music? Like, what was... What do you attach yourself to with Jessica? I love the music, but the newlyweds showed me that like she can laugh at herself and she's just such a silly 
person that also happens to be drop dead beautiful and um she's great i stand uh, her till day i die yeah. Paige, what about you? What did, did you watch Newlyweds? Of course. I feel like Newlyweds was like one of the first times I was like, is, what is reality TV? And her circa like take my breath away uh, is my vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a making of the video clip where they're like throwing doves at her during that video shoot. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> She's just getting attacked by doves and they're trying to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I love I her. Love She's also like a billionaire. I think I people like forget about that, like how yeah. successful she really is. Yeah. Do you guys watch reality shows now and sort of look at them differently? I mean, if you were to go back and watch Newlyweds now after doing the Summer House experience, like Paige, would you uh, view it differently? Or, or are you thinking about like, where's the camera or where's the mics? Hannah and I always joke about this, like that yeah. we're professional athletes, because when we watch reality shows, it feels like we're watching like tape, yeah. like, <laughs> like we just know the behind the scenes stuff, I guess, or like we just, yeah, I just we watch, watch it, it in such a different way. because yeah. in reality TV, you're always gonna be put in certain situations. It just ends up that way. So we'll be like, is she gonna handle it? And she nailed it. She nailed it. <laughs> Like, no, no, she missed her mark. She missed her mark. So we literally watch it like ESPN where we know like kind of the setups and if people are doing their job or not. And I I watch it in a a similarly ESPN-ish way when I'm recapping because I'm like taking detailed notes and I'm like, I am so mad at Hannah right now. (laughs) And it's so crazy like to watch it and just like to realize how humans interact. Like if you do something fucked up and you're just like, yeah, I did something fucked up. People like you more than like if you're going to defend yourself. But I feel like in real life, like with your (laughs) friends with no camera, you'd be like, deny till you die kind of thing, you know? But on TV, it's different. I don't know. And with friendships too, I always think like when I'm watching, and I know some of the people on these shows, like on Vanderpump Rules or something, and it's like, in real life, like I would never talk to that person again. Right. But, but as a as an audience of these shows, like I'm expecting you all to talk to each other again. And yeah, like, like you I, was, I was just talking to Giselle and Portia about this. They're like, tell me you're on Bravo without telling me you're, you're on Bravo. And Giselle's like, you yearly go on trips with people you hate. <laughs> like who goes on beautiful trips with just people you hate? Oh my God! Uh, speaking of Giselle and Portia, what happened to Kate Chastain on there? But did was there an announcement of like why Kate left? I had like a phone call with Kate, and she was like, "I'm moving on from this opportunity, but you girls are great. Like, I have some new stuff going on." But like, Kate was the creator of the show. Kate was the one that had called me and been like, "I think you'd be great for this," and it was her concept. So like, I'm just like so thankful and honored to be a part of it. And then like. Kate has some exciting things in the future, I believe. And that's what I've told. And me and Kate are very cool. Yeah. I love Kate. She had told me about it like way before it came out. And so I was so surprised that she was gone. And my only thought was that maybe she was like going back to below deck for a season then might come back. So do you think there's a chance she could come back? I do. I think like there's, we all love Kate and it just seemed like a situational thing that I just didn't know the extent of it, but um, we had so much fun together and I just hope we all can hang out in real life one day. Cause it's all been virtual, which is so weird. Right. Yeah. Is there a plan? Like when the world sort of opens up that you guys I mean, would do it in person or is it always going to be like this? Danny, this is the little show that could, they gave us like five episodes and then they just kept like, they didn't really renew us for a new season. Just kept being like, Hey, we got 10 more. Hey, we got 10 more. So we're just keep showing up until they tell us we have to send our equipment back. <laughs> I do see Hannah, though, like sitting at like a round table, you know, like I need that in my life. No, I know. I would sort of like to see it or maybe like a special occasion episode where it's like you guys are yeah. at, you know, a round table. Yeah. I love Portia too. Portia's the best. Isn't she the best? Yeah, I love well, Portia. Portia's like, she's just an icon. So when I first met her, I thought that she, I, I would get like nervous around her. Or she might be like kind of like too cool f- for everyone. Because she is. And she is the most smiley, goofy, silly, just happy person. Like, sometimes we'll just make weird noises at each other just to make each other laugh. Like, we become 12-year-olds together. And 
people she's so easily like a princess queen and then just like a straight comedian ah mm. i love that i was just reading she like signed this new uh deal with uta i think this morning yeah. and she's doing all of these the book projects and, and all sorts hustling. of stuff hustling sometimes she's like literally holding pj while like you know call telling her sister to do something while doing chat room and we're just sitting there like i can barely remember what i had for breakfast this morning yeah. but um, Paige, I'm curious, like, what are you, what are the things you want to do with this platform? I mean, obviously you're doing already so much. You guys have Giggly Squad going on and, um, you know, so many things, but in terms of like dreams of dreams, I like, I'm always mm-hmm. so fascinated. You guys have this platform. It's like what down the road in five years is like, would be a dream of yours. Um, I would love to have a fashion line and I've like, I've t- talked about it so many times and like, I have so many vision boards and like things written down. And I just don't know what, like, my main thing would be. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just, like, put out a fashion line that's, like, oh, here's, like, a leather jacket and a pair of jeans and, like, whatever. I wanted to have, like, you know how Morgan Stewart started and she just had, like, her Morgan Stewart sport and that was the thing? So I want to start at something like that where it's, like, all we do is body suits and then it, like, morphs into something else. Um, But I... I see myself like maybe being like a Victoria Beckham type fashion lines one day. I was cracking up in this week's episode when uh, Hannah was fighting with, I don't know if it was Kyle, um, but you were upstairs and you were talking about your outfit. It was so funny. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to lighten the mood, you know? I'm like, my friend is downstairs just annihilating people and like, this is a set that I put together. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I was trying to figure out if tie-dye is in. People were telling me, because I was watching Bravo this past week, and I was like, everyone's wearing fucking tie-dye on the show. And mm-hmm. people told me, they wrote into me, and they were like, tie-dye is a thing now. So is it a thing still, Paige? I would say that like it was very big in the middle of quarantine. Mm-hmm. But as we move into the spring, I would say let it go. It must okay. be hard to watch like your outfit six months ago, knowing it's not like prime trend right now. I- yes. Yeah, I'm sorry about Sometimes that. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't know why I wore that. I know, you know, I but in the moment it. I was like, I love it. Yeah. Who do you think is like the best dressed on Bravo? Oh. Ooh. Mm. Okay, I, I actually do know this and she's not on anymore, but everything that Carol Radswell used to wear. I That's what I think. Good. I yeah, think I, she, I think a lot of Carol's stuff was also a, a little bit ahead of its time in a weird way. Yes, like, I yes, remember even yes. recapping, like, people would write me and be like, what the fuck was Carol wearing? And then look, re-watching the episodes, it's like, oh, that's something that people wear now. And I, I feel like that might it. be, like, a New York thing, too. Yeah. Like, she's such a New Yorker, and I feel like she saw trends before they hit, like, yeah. mainstream. Like, in New York, if you're wearing what other people are wearing, it's like, okay. But if you're wearing different stuff, people are like, ooh, is she setting a trend? Yeah. Like, I remember when the dad sneaker became really popular, and I would see girls, like, wearing them around New York, and I was like, that's disgusting. What are they <laughs> no, wearing? No, and then, like, a month later, I was like, I have every color. <laughs> <laughs> Paige, it looks like you have so many fucking clothes in that basement that you guys are in. I was like, let's go. And what's going on with Sierra's room? Does she never clean the room? Look. It's so messy. We were in a very intense co-working space with alcohol and violence. And I think that everyone needs to give everyone a little pass of like mental health. I think Sierra had like been working so hard as a nurse, got here, was like definitely just wanted to relax. And cleaning her room was not part of that. And I respect it. Not priority. Um, Hannah, I want to talk about this Kyle situation. I didn't understand it. I was like, Hannah has lost it. Like, what is going on with that? Because we only saw a little portion of it. So I'm sure it lasted for much longer. (laughs) But it seemed to us that you brought up your dad. And then Kyle said something along the lines of like, well, why are you comparing? And then you got upset. Yeah. Well, I lost my damn mind. Um. I think what triggered it was when I was sitting there and he said, I've never said anything mean to you. That was when I, I saw red. So that, that comment of when you got up, you think that was sort of almost like misplaced. Like you were mad about, you were just upset. Oh yeah, it's, It wasn't about my dad, but it's also like, if people are watching, it's not about trash. It's not about one comment I made about him and Amanda. It's not about like me being messy. There's like a clearer, deeper thing. And um, I, he wasn't being open and admitting while he was actually mad. And that's why like, I just couldn't stand it. And then I was feeling like 
the whole it's it was just so funny that like he was blaming me for like talking bad about his relationship with my like comment I made at the picnic table when up until that point I had not said shit I'd only been supportive and then you're watching him just vilify me the whole time in very general statements so like Hannah's a bad friend Hannah does this Hannah's lazy Hannah had coming at my career and it's like I couldn't take it anymore because I could hear what he was saying. Uh-huh. But then everyone's like, Hannah, calm down. You're being so mean to Kyle. When I'm like, if he calls me lazy one more time and acts like and bosses everyone around, like, I just don't like how he talks to people. And I had enough yeah. of it. And in terms of laziness, we were talking before we started recording, but you are doing two podcasts. And I don't know if people realize, like, because I know you're someone who edits and books and does all of that stuff. And I do that too. And it's a lot of fucking work and you're doing two podcasts. So I'm not trying to like gas you up a little bit because no. I'm still firmly team Kyle. My, my th- yeah, no. <laughs> firmly my- team Kyle, but I don't think there's a laziness there. Um, yeah. So my thing with Kyle is um, I, my stand-up tour got t- canceled. I'd been spending all year preparing, preparing for a stand-up tour. And then the stand-up tour got canceled, but I still was like working so hard on creating the Giggly Squad podcast, having my podcast, you know, doing all my partnerships, preparing, writing, pitching new shows, getting auditioning for chat room. Um, my problem with Kyle is like the real issue is he just like really was trying to make me feel like his career is the most important in the house. We have to party when he wants to party. And if anyone doesn't listen to what he's saying, then it's like they get spoken down to. And if you watch Summer House, I've been cursed out by him multiple times and never stood up for myself. So this is the first time this season that I said, if I'm stuck in a house with this guy and he starts disrespecting me, I need to stand up for myself. And um, there's a lot of things that made me very angry that people didn't hear. But if it happened again, I would have been as angry. Like what? No, just that everything in my career I got because of him. And that's what really set me I think it's clear that it's there's like some sort of outside power struggle in terms of like, uh, oftentimes I watch all of these shows and you can see that fame plays an issue with a lot of the fights, but obviously Bravo can't, can't say that, you know, people are fighting over things like fame or power. Um, and so it does feel like that to me. And I don't know if, obviously, like you said, maybe he thinks his career is the most important. Also, I think there's some element of him probably thinking he started this show and and he's the, he's the last one sort of standing. There's so much OG tension. And it's funny because like watching it back, I totally feel bad that I said, don't speak to me the way you talk to Amanda. Cause I felt like it hurt Amanda and that wasn't my intention. But other than that, I really don't know what I did to that man to get him to go around the house saying I'm manipulated, um, come at my friendship with Sierra. Like, but I'm being told by everyone that I'm so emotional when I'm like, what? (laughs) Like Kyle's crying and yelling and trying to destroy me the whole time. So I don't know if I'm clouded in my brain and I know that I made mistakes this season and I know that I've been super emotional because I couldn't leave the house and I missed Des, but like, I really did not um, fully understand his hatred towards me. Kyle really is turning into a big crier. He's cried like multiple times this season. I don't normally like Kyle, but I'm I am liking him this season. And Amanda too. I didn't previously like Amanda, and now I'm like loving Amanda. I don't know. You know, we change on a dime. You know, every five <laughs> minutes from now, I might feel differently. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80%. 
less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Paige, what was your take on the the Kyle, Hannah of it all? I have gotten into multiple fights with Kyle, too. So I understand the way he fights And I felt so bad seeing Hannah get so upset during the fight. And it really only shows how much she really cared. Like, she never wants confrontation. She never wants awkwardness. But, like, Hannah's a strong girl. And, like, you can't tell her anything. So, like, if she feels a type of way, she's going to speak up for herself. And really, like, obviously I have a friendship with Kyle. But my friendship with Amanda takes precedent over my friendship with Kyle. So I never wanted Amanda to feel upset. And I feel like a lot of the times I almost felt like I was being two-faced because I was listening to Hannah, but then I was listening to Amanda. And I have two such separate friendships with both of them. Like when I'm with Hannah, we're not talking about Amanda. And when I'm with Amanda, I'm not talking about Hannah. So it puts me very much in the middle because I love both of them for different reasons and we just have different friendships. So I tried to stay out of it as much as I could because I didn't want either of them to feel betrayed. Hannah, did you get mad at anything Paige said in like confessionals? Because there was a couple times I think you had said something. You, oh you know, yeah, and- this bitch called me immediately and was like, so you're not on my team. <laughs> that must get so awkward on friendships. I mean, it's like you see it's, something that you didn't know. I think said. I got this asked this question because I think that if I were Paige, I would have done the same thing because she knows that I am ride or die. I love her to death and I'm 
will always forgive her for whatever she does because I know she's not coming from a bad place ever. But if she were to say Team Hannah, she'd have to deal with the wrath of Kyle, and no one wants to have to <laughs> deal with that. So and I was like, I save yourself. I literally was like, I'm going down. Um, but um, yeah, the whole thing, it's interesting, Danny, to hear your perspective because like I really want to know like. Yeah, I've I see it so differently when I was going through it and like knowing the stuff that was said about me, like watching it. I actually didn't know that Kyle and Amanda, before I'd even said anything in the car, were like premeditating saying that I talk about them when I hadn't. And that's when like I was like, oh, this was like a thing. You guys are trying to vilify me. And they took a little bit. And then it was like, Sierra, Hannah's Hannah's like manipulating you. I'm like, what do you want me to be mean to Sierra? Like, what do you want from me? And I just felt like it was a Also, like, we live in a house where there's, like, multiple relationships, and I think the number one reason you watch reality TV is because you want to pick a side. You want people to have strong opinions. Yeah. So, like, if Hannah has a strong opinion, there's people that are going to side with her, and Kyle has a strong opinion, people are going to side with him. Also, what else are we talking about other than people's relationships? Like, Des comes in, and we're all going to comment on it. You know, Danielle's talking to a boy, a guy. We're going to comment on it. (laughs) Steven left on Lindsay's birthday. We're going to fucking comment on it. Oh, my God, that was so So, good. you know, I think their relationship is also kind of fair game to talk about and but it's you know, okay I, had opinions. But I really don't think I was ever talking about them like I mean I said well, I got really angry because I I don't like how he speaks to people sometimes and and that's the thing like people were trying to make it like it was an Amanda fight when in the past Amanda whenever Kyle yells at me Amanda always calms him down tells me sorry um it was just that one fight that she was like jumping in supporting some na- nasty things that were said that I like got upset at her and then I realized no 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 I'm not letting Kyle get in between like my friendship with Amanda. Uh where are you guys now? Are you and Kyle still on bad terms? Um so weird. Like we you know I apologize I told him he's the greatest guy in the world and number one guy in the house. What happened there too? Wait, let's that. just back up for a second. What was that? Well, Danny it's because he's not mad at me for any other reason than he wants me to bow down to him, suck his dick, and say, you're the best. That's all the fight was. So it's very frustrating for me to hear that people are mad at me for other things when all Kyle wanted was for me to tell him he's the best. So I did. And that's the only way he would leave me alone and stop, like, literally going around the house so all day was, and telling me I'm was a terrible that, person. Uh, was that genuine when you said you're the man? Because I thought no. it was genuine that you were saying. No. So that was just all bullshit. Well, no, it's not. The beginning was very real in that I didn't want fights and I didn't want anything. But like, you just wanted to ease things. I just wanted everyone to stop fighting because Kyle would not stop going around the house saying terrible things about everything about me. Uh, So I'm getting heated right now, but it's been very frustrating. It just aired last night. And it's like, everyone's like, you're so emotional and mean to Kyle. I'm like, I literally just said, don't talk to me. How you talk to Amanda? Well, I think it was just hard for the viewer because all we really saw was that that one really big mo- we there are two really big moments. That first one with the dad comment, and as the viewer, we only were we only saw it go from zero to hundred, and so we didn't yeah. see a lot of that conversation. Yeah. And then and then so the next scene, then when you're when you're offering this what apology to Kyle, that felt a little insincere. So I think that could maybe be where the disconnect comes from. Well, it was sincere in that. He was never going to apologize because he didn't even admit that he was saying bad things about me when he literally said out loud, I will destroy Hannah Burner. Like that shit's real. Like watching it, I didn't realize how much he hated Mm. me. And then I realized like, wow, you strategically made it look like I'm this crazy person who's coming at your relationship when that's not a thing. I'm just standing up to this person who has talked down to me for years. And at the time, I thought I was being like so strong. So it's hard to watch it and be like, wait, so now I'm getting spun on that I'm this mean person. I'm not going around the house talking about Kyle. You don't. I didn't think you were mean. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean you were mean in any way. But um, no. But with the I think you're a huge bitch. Thank you, Paige. (laughs) Actually, I mean, anyway, um, I in the apology, I actually realized like Kyle's not gonna stop the fighting I, and I need to say sorry to the group because I actually really don't want the fighting and then to Kyle I knew all he wanted from me was to say you're the most important in the house you're the number one guy and like like I mean I, I don't have I'm not the one who has the real like hatred so like I was able to be like you're great like and then I knew he'd leave me alone right 
And like, it's honestly the most embarrassing moment of my life. <laughs> no, but I, I understand. I feel like I understand it better now because it was, it was confusing of how it went so quickly from one to the, the other, but it's because I like, I snapped like the dad. Com- I mean, everyone's focusing on the dad comment, but that was just after an hour conversation of fighting and yelling and me trying to quit the show four times. I said, um, wait, you were trying to quit the show four <laughs> times to explain that. No, I just was done. Yeah, like, I was done. I was so done, Danny. She tried to escape a few I times. literally tried to leave. And then I was like, I basically said, um, like, I basically was saying in general, like, you're acting like you're my boss and you tell everyone t- what to do, like, I, wh- how hard I work, how long I sleep, how long, whatever. And um, it's funny, like, even I said, Paige told them to turn the music down and he gets mad at Hannah. Like it was mm-hmm. Danny. Mm-hmm. It was a nonstop thing that I couldn't control. Right. So I said, stop criticizing me. Like you're my dad. And then he was like, he kind of just made a dick remark. Like, Oh, interesting. I'm in the same sense as your dad. And I was just done. And I don't there's even also know what a large, There's also a big age gap. Isn't Kyle, is Kyle 40 now? Or he's, he's 38. Okay. Um, yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. So you guys are not good now. I thought you guys were good now. Well, I I was fine with him and I'm like I I'm great with Amanda. She's she's sent me like a lot of nice messages. I sent her nice messages cuz we really have no beef. Kyle apparently Kyle never congratulated me about the engagement, um which I think is super weird and then apparently By the way, like, congratulations. Thank you, honey. <laughs> um but yeah, whatever. So that's classic. Like it's just yeah. 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 Oh, the reunion will be good. Um, I gotta move on. I gotta move on to the Luke of it all. This was my practice. This is my practice. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't want to keep you guys forever, but I want to talk about Luke. I mean, I do want to keep you forever. Just get to the bottom of that Kyle stuff. Um, but the Luke of it all. What is his? What's going on with? What's going on with his music? What's going on with Luke's okay. music career? Okay. 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 Actually, what no, I'm that? done talking. Paige, you go. What the fuck go. is that, Paige? <laughs> no, I can't. No, I can't. I mean, I sort a... of love it because he is such a, like, a what they call a himbo. Like, we're... <laughs> It's I the only reason I love it is because like in when you're watching the show, it's such a like juxtaposition where we're just like, what are you talking about? So like, funny. what are you saying? You know, and like there was one part when he was like, I forget my own lyrics. I'm like, none of them make sense. Anyway, what it's so saying? good though. It's, it's no, so he, good. He's Luke. He's, he's yeah, like himself. that's just him. It's so that's very him. I remember so very him here. Like, even though I wanted to have sex with him, he kept playing the guitar above the bedroom. And I was like, every time it takes a little piece of my soul away because I'm not I'm not a guitar girl. I'm not a guitar girl. It's my my biggest pet peeve. If a guy is whipping out a guitar and like singing, it's just like, what do I do? Like, Do you know how awkward it is when people sing happy birthday to you? Oh, I hate it. You don't know what to do with your hands. Imagine when like like Luke would sit down and like start singing his song to me. And I was I'd be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, our first kiss, he started playing the guitar. And I was like, I'm going to take this guitar, throw it in the fucking pool or hit you with it. And then maybe you'll kiss me. So, yeah, it it was when somebody's fighting in the house and he's just on the fucking porch with the guitar or something singing about. Sexy smiles, and it's like, what are <laughs> yeah. you saying? What are like, you like, suit and tie? I'm like, what are you, yeah, what are you saying? But in a weird but, way, it reminds me like, I, I have two. I have two older brothers who definitely would not do that. But, you know, sometimes like straight, this is going to sound sort of bad, but sometimes like straight white men, they just have like very simple minds and it's like nothing's going, <laughs> n- this sounds so mean, but like nothing's like going, nothing's happening up there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that He's sounds very Danny, no, he's very it. much always in his own world. Like he's got his own things going on. Like when I'm watching the show, I'm like, oh my god, all he does is talk to himself and swear at himself. <laughs> like, yeah, he's having um, a full storyline with himself. In the upcoming episode, Kyle says that he it, Luke just wants to have power over women. Do you feel like that's true? Um, I feel like Luke's Luke's stuff is complex. Like I was. He was never ready for any type of relationship. And like everyone knew that. Um, I just thought I could have fun that one summer and have a cute hookup. But it turned into this thing where I think he sometimes has trouble with like the sex versus the emotional intimacy. And I got stuck where like I think he was having sex with other people, as was I. But then like I was his emotional intimate like girlfriend where he would just call me every day and like he he couldn't connect the two and I don't know what his past was that affected that but um he has some stuff he's figuring out and like I hope that he's finds happiness 
I think the timeline of all of that was hard for viewers, uh, especially like like super viewers who are on the blogs and everything yeah. like that, because it was like, we thought, Hannah, you were with Des before going into the house, which you had clarified, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, that it was like two weeks you yeah. guys had been dating. Yeah. Um, and I think it was confusing, actually, because I wish Bravo would have let us know up front that you were talking to someone on the phone, you know, because it was like, it was just the des of it all was ignored. And so super fans of the show knew you were kind of talking because to this man. It had- and it makes sense in theory after it's explained that it was an early relationship, but that was yeah. confusing for the viewers. Yeah, and I think it was hard because then, like, Luke started going around telling everyone I had a boyfriend at the beginning of the season, um, <laughs> which was, like, just, a, I don't, like, super upsetting. Um, but, yeah, I met this guy two weeks ago. Luke knew about him. Luke called me. was like, why didn't you pick up the phone the day before? I was like, I was in Sag Harbor. And he's like, doing what? And I was like, I was on a date. So Luke came in knowing I had met someone, which also made, was why I got upset when he came in and out of nowhere was like, well, I like someone. And I was like, oh, you're just trying to play me. You've mm-hmm. told Sierra all these things about me that I like wanted to date you, which was never true. And I think people took a lot of my tears as like heartbreak, but my tears were anger and frustration of like a guy who just wasn't respecting me and playing me. And we actually had gotten very, very close. So it was like being hurt by just a person in your life that you felt a little manipulated by. By the way, I would have been crying every hour if I was filming <laughs> at the beginning of my quarantine. Like, I don't know how emotionally no, I, Dan, did I think it. also yeah. people have to understand the context of the situation. Like that we were, my fight with Kyle was like day, I don't know, like 30 or 35. We're like, I don't know where my marbles were at that point. And like, I also wasn't feeling fully understood by the group. Cause like no one wanted to be like, yeah, we agree with Hannah because the next thing you know, Kyle's talking about you behind your back to everyone. So like, I just kind of was feeling on an island of crazy. And then I also was like really missing Des. And I just wasn't allowed to leave. And I didn't really yeah. want- And we were in like the height of quarantine where yeah. it was like- Everyone's a fucking what, mess at that point. Yeah, like what the fuck is going on in the world in general? And like, yeah. you know, we didn't leave the house. We couldn't, we never left. So. Like I went on a walk once and I was like, I feel worse. <laughs> yeah like you just you start to get a little you stir crazy we went for a jog and you cramped up after a minute and then we cried yeah. <laughs> Hell as old as time yeah literally put it on my tombstone <laughs> uh Paige oh. what's happening with you and Perry are you guys done yeah we're done done <laughs> done done oh my okay God. are you seeing um, anyone now so I'm definitely dating people I'm not seeing anyone serious I'd like no one thinks that I'm their girlfriend, but I'm definitely going on a lot of dates. Or everyone um, thinks they're your girlfriend. Yeah, or everyone's like, Paige is my girlfriend. I'm like, I didn't like, save your number. Um, but you were Perry just, and I are you were just in Vermont. Um, mm-hmm. Were you dating anyone in Vermont? I don't know what you were there for, maybe a vacation or something, but were you, I, I saw on your I, Instagram that you were on in Vermont. Yeah, I was in Vermont. Um, yeah, I had fun in Vermont, you know. <laughs> Interesting. I let I let it let it loose, but yeah. Um, and I went on a date a couple. I nights wish we ago. could see we your Vermont last trip. night. Yeah. Um. What do we have to look forward to this season? The rest of the season. I'm loving Summer House this season. I was a little concerned at the very beginning, and now I think it's the greatest show on Bravo. So, what's happening? <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. If if my like um heightened emotions have given anyone joy. That's that's <laughs> what this is about, and that's what I remind myself when I go to sleep at night. Um. This season, it gets. It gets more violent um, <laughs> for romance later on. Yeah. Um, more drunkenness. Paige, what Wait, do you who, think? who does, did Luke and, um, uh, did Luke and Lindsay hook up? I'm obsessed with Lindsay Hubbard too, by the way. I like, I'm we never know. Her. We never got, we never really get to the bottom of it, but like, <laughs> they've always had like a, like a very close friendship. And like, if someone said to me they had sex, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like if they if they just texted our group chat right now and they're like, hey, by the way, we hooked up. I'd be like, yeah, no, like I see that for you guys. But it's so funny watching it back like, oh, wait, Paige froze. Oh, there she is. Watching it back of being like, oh, now I understand why Lindsay was so mean to me last winter. Because <laughs> mm, maybe right. she liked him. But I think they'd be a gorgeous couple. Oh, oh my yeah, God, they make such beautiful, beautiful babies. blonde babies. Great cheekbones. Yeah, uh, a l- I feel like who, a lot happens. Bones? Who was the psychic though? What who was the psychic that 
can you give out the psychic's handle? Oh my god, she's literally told me whatever you do, do not give me out, give my handle out to people. We can't, just we like, can't. Yeah, we, we can't. can't. We don't want people DMing her because we need her we need for her. our own thing. So we, we need, need to her. be selfish. Has like, she has she yeah. been accurate and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah she's told me some like I talked to her really just like about myself because I'm a narcissist um but she's told me some things that I'm just like no no that's crazy that's not gonna happen and then it happens interesting um okay I, anything you can spoil for me about anything like is there anything <laughs> that you guys think like you you can spoil that you won't get in trouble by bravo um um, um, I think in the up, in the rest of the season, I think like you end up seeing a lot of my relationship with Perry, like in terms of how I'm feeling and, you know, how I get to the conclusion of that we should break up, I guess. <laughs> so it's like a very emotional roller coaster for me. But um, and then you'll see like my relationship with Carl evolve into whatever. And I just, I think it's, it gets I love really Carl this season too. I hated Carl before and now I just want to give him a big hug. I love him. Don't you just, I'd like, run in front of a bus like for him now. Don't you want to kiss his face? I know. <laughs> like, I would run in front of a bus. I would. And I hated he, Carl last season. He was the like calmest person in the house that you could turn to. Cause he was smart. He was like, I'm not touching this stuff. Cause I have my own shit. I need to figure out. Yeah. How does Kyle and Amanda come back? Do you see the show happening with kids involved? Like we can't do it with kids involved. Like, so what happens next season? Or, I mean, they can only possibly have one or two more left. And I wonder if that's, I mean, speaking of power and career and everything, like that must be a thought in their heads of like, if we have a kid, I don't think we could, should be pregnant in the summer house. Like that seems weird to me. Am I (laughs) reading into that too much? No, I feel the same way. I feel like the whole show would have to evolve into like, we're all married with kids. No, I can't have that. I don't foresee that. We're not Vanderpump. Yeah. Like I just, I don't see it happening. Um, So then they just leave the show. I mean, and then, I mean, yeah, it just, you can be married and like absolutely rip it in a summer house. But like once there's, once there's a baby, I don't, I'd be like, I mean, it depends. Is the baby cute? Like, do you like the baby? <laughs> like, has the baby yeah. been talking shit about me? It depends. Like, if the baby's going to give baby, me weird looks. Has the baby brought up Hannah's dad? And if so, <laughs> get that baby out of here. If so, chuck the baby in the pool. Yeah, so, I mean, I could work with the baby. I, Hannah, by the way, in, that, Ky- the in that Kyle fight, I loved you were wearing, like, a sweatsuit. And I don't know why. It just was making me laugh. It was, like, a full one-colored sweatsuit. And you were so emotional. But it was, like, a pink. Was it pink? Yeah, that was my favorite outfit. part. That was my relaxing outfit. And then, of course, he comes in the room and he's, like, we have to talk. And I'm, like, well, now I have to cry all over my sweatsuit. God damn it. And it's the clip that's used, like, over and over again on, like, Bravo websites and Instagram <laughs> stuff. It's, like, that's the clip they keep promoing with and you're just in your sweatsuit. <laughs> Great press for that clothing line. Okay, ladies. I've kept you way longer than I expected. I'm so glad we got to do this. Thank you for Thank coming you. by. And I'm sorry. We, we were supposed to do this weeks ago and I was in a very, to be honest with you, a very emotional space. So it was like going through a lot in my life and I had to cancel it. But thank you for, for rescheduling okay. and, and coming by and uh, tell everyone where they could find you and, and Giggly Squad and all of that stuff. Yes. Listen to Giggly Squad. We make fun of everything, including ourselves, as we try to do in our life all the time. <laughs> and then Burning in Hell is my mental health comedy podcast where we delve deep to people's demons. And follow me at Being Burns, B-E-I-N-G-B-E-R-N-Z. Watch Chat Room at Sundays at 10 p.m. or 9.30 sometimes. Paige. Summer House is on Thursdays at 9 p.m. And my Instagram is Paige underscore DeSorbo for all your fashion needs. All right, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. This was so fun. Thank you. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that 
thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Uh, the Halloween party, you guys, on the Real Houses of Atlanta. I loved it, although Kenya's costume, obviously problematic, and I was kind of confused why no one was calling her out on it. It felt like Drew said something in her confessional, and she's like, I don't even want to get into it. And I get that, but... And Portia, I think, said something in her confessional, too, but it felt like in person nobody thought it was a problem at all. And I, of course, remember those ads that they still play all the time. They put in magazines where it's like, my culture is not your costume. And maybe they need to do a heavier ad campaign for that because it seems like people are still not quite getting it. Um, but you guys will get there. First, I got to say, Marlo has a new business venture, La Archive, Le, which reminded me of Southern Charm. Remember when Naomi opened La Blay? And now Marlo's got, Le, I hope I'm saying it right. Is it La Archive? I don't know. Unclear. Um, and Drew, meanwhile, she's going through a lot of stuff with the son, Josiah. And he was clearly so uncomfortable, a very young kid. And I do think that when you sign up for these shows, you're opening up your life. But the kid didn't sign up for the show. And it felt a little bit, just a tiny bit, like, and I love Drew. I love Drew. You know, she's been on the show before. I love her. She's uh, really getting better and better each week, too. And I understand she's trying to open up all these other parts of her life. But, uh, you know, he's sitting there. He's like, can I go play? He wanted to go play. And she kept being like, tell me about old daddy. You want to go meet old daddy? And he's like, uh, can I go, you know, play with my toys, get some Legos out or something? He didn't want to do that. He did not want to do that. Um, let's see. What else is going on? Candy's getting ready for a new movie role. She's working out at 5 a.m. Uh, by the way, this episode, they had to shut down for two weeks. So there was a two-week break because Cynthia uh, threw her super spreader wedding uh, in the midst of a global pandemic. So they did have to shut down for two whole weeks. Um, so that's why this episode feels like a little bit disconnected from the wedding. Um, at least to me, it did. Um, but it is Halloween. The main event of the episode was Fallon's Halloween party. A gorgeous big house, which she did. It was so weird. She threw this event in the... The whole inside was like a haunted house, but then they all went to the kitchen where nothing was really going on. They, all the lights were on in the kitchen. It was the strangest Halloween party because normally you'd throw a Halloween party. If you decorated a large portion of the house, you'd have the Halloween party in the portion of the house where it's decorated. But instead, it was like you just go through the haunted house to the kitchen. And then they all just sat around the island and it was really very boring. I understand that we can't just have a bunch of a million strangers on this set because of the COVID precautions. But it was a little bit weird that everyone just sort of showed up in these very elaborate costumes. Very elaborate. I mean, Cynthia did dress as hand sanitizer, and I thought, really, the audacity of Cynthia dressed as hand sanitizer was not lost on me. Um, but the other women seemed to get, like, really done up. I mean, Candy was, one of them was dressed like Cats, the musical. Drew was dressed like Cats, the musical, the flat movie version, I believe. Um, Candy was also dressed as a cat. You know, they all came as cats. Portia was a cat. Candy was a cat. Drew was a cat. Um, but they all had varying degrees of success. So, like, Candy really did up the makeup. She looked a stunning, but also, like, very intense costume. And then by the time we got to Portia, Portia just threw some cat ears on and was, like, uh, in a leotard. She was there showing up. She threw a meow out and she was a cat. Um, but the most problematic, again, what Shamia was dressed as, like, an astronaut. Um, Kenya dressed as a Native American. That's not a costume. Again, I wish somebody would have said anything. Um, but 
Um, Latoya shows up. She's like a mermaid trapped in an ocean or what's a mermaid trapped at sea or something. Latoya says uh, she needs someone to serve her when she gets to the kitchen. She's like, I need a cocktail. Someone serve it to me. And Fallon says that rich people don't act like that. Only poor people act like that. And to be honest with you, I was like thinking, oh man, I if I was Fallon, I don't know that I'd be able to handle this. Because it seems like sometimes Latoya comes in hot to do it for camera. I don't believe Latoya would be like that in real life without a camera. And in part of me, it's like the angel and devil on my shoulder. It's like the angel of uh, says, it's too much. Like you shouldn't act like that. It's rude. And then the devil on my shoulder is like, well, at least she's given us something. Because if, if Latoya wasn't there, would we be having anything? But uh, Fallon did not take the bait. She went and got her a cocktail. I mean, she did take the bait a little later, a little later in the episode, and she's running through the house. Which, that was a little bit confusing, wasn't it, with that whole fight? They were feuding. Fallon's running around her, her snakes that are attached to her head, you know. She's dressed as Jeffrey Rush from Pirates of the Caribbean, but those snakes are falling off as she's running through the house. And I, did, I think they must have missed something. There must have, a portion of that fight must have just not been on camera, because it seemed like when Fallon was sprinting through that house, barefooted too, I thought she was going to slip and slide. I thought she was going to slip and slide right down that. Luckily, she didn't. But I, I saw a fall coming when she was running. And the camera was trying to just catch up. And the ladies, meanwhile, they're sitting at the kitchen table. Not a lot of food there either. Candy was pissed about the food. She's like, "That's are you going to bring us more food? And I do agree with Candy. Like, if that's the style of party you're going to be doing, then it seems to me you have, need more like sit-down food. At this point, they should have just done like a sit-down dinner that was Halloween-themed at Fallon's house. Instead, they were doing like sort of appetizers, but it didn't look like a ton of appetizers. But then there was no other activity going on. So the only thing to do was eat. And then Candy's like, where the fuck's the food? Even though she's on the diet for the movie, waking up at 5 a.m. I could not believe Candy's just doing that at 5 a.m. working out. Ah, God bless. I need to get on a better, better fitness routine these days because, you know, it's tough. It's tough. But they got in this big fight. And Portia even said... I thought it was going to be a huge Halloween party, which I don't know that I would have expected like a huge Halloween party because, again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I hate to keep mentioning it, but it just felt to me like it should have been a sit-down, a sit-down dinner. Um, but anyway, Portia, the, you know, she was one of the few to call out Kenya's costume. She said, I thought we weren't doing that anymore. And look, I don't think Kenya was trying to be malicious, but I do think in the year of 2020, which was when this was filmed, you maybe should have a little bit more awareness of that. Meanwhile, they all did a lot of heavy costume work for a party, um, for a really boring party. I kind of would have been upset the way Candy did her makeup. I mean, that makeup must have taken a while, a really long time. I know Cynthia just ran out of the house with the hand sanitizer sign on. Um, but Candy really seemed to do a lot of makeup, and I would have been pissed if I did all that work and you show up for such a boring-ass party. Um, but, you know, there was some action at the end. And I don't know, the something about the new... I don't know if the new girls aren't just connecting with the old guard as much as I want them to. It feels like a little separate to me. Because, look, we have Fallon and LaToya getting into it. Drew and LaToya have gotten into it. I need the other, like, the Cynthia's and the Candies and them to get more in the mix with the younger crowd. That's what I'm hoping for. But it was a good episode, you guys. Watching Fallon run through and those snakes fall to the ground, that was exciting to me. That was interesting. So, you guys, that's uh, this week's Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm excited for next week. I hear we have some really good stuff coming up. I hear we have some really great stuff coming up, so I'm excited. But... Uh, You guys, I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a safe and wonderful week. Uh, I'm sending love to you all. Uh, And one more thing I got to do, my little meditation card. You know, I'm doing these cheesy meditation cards at the end of the episodes now. I got them in the mail. And so these are just things to say to yourself, to remind you to ground yourself, uh, be calm, and just some uplifting words to remind yourself. So this card that I'm going to read today, it says at the top, I am connected. So this is just a little thing to tell yourself as you go about your day today. I have more in common with others than I realize. I seek commonality with people rather than focusing on outward differences. I am connected. I think that's a good lesson for us all, isn't it? Guys, I love you all. Stay safe and have a great week.